everybody we are keeping it at a maximum reality level over here say by the bell zach morris and uh lisa turtle keeping it real dr turtle you remember had a mercedes benz and then when they had a party oh they skipped school and they went to lisa turtle's house and they used the doctor's mercedes benz and then they crashed the mercedes benz that was a serious episode of course not as serious as everybody's favorite episode when Jesse's panel becomes a drug addict. But anyway, we're back. Episode 185 of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. I am your host, the almighty Skull Crusher. We are at speedmetalcycling.com. Hell yeah. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Speed Metal Cycle. And I can tell you this is the best way to communicate with us is probably Twitter. Because Natalia actually pays attention to Twitter, whereas I never check email so if you've emailed us in the past two months and i haven't answered it's not because i'm ignoring well i am ignoring you but i'm ignoring everybody i'm not I- ignoring specifically your email i'll get around to checking i'm just a little busy do you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about i know what i'm talking about you know who else knows what they're talking about natalia how's it going i don't know what i'm talking about yeah, just Come on. Because if I knew, I wouldn't be in this podcast. You're right. Actually, the least professional, least knowledgeable, and least informed podcast ever. Also joining us again for another week of fun and delicious conversation is the guy with the terrible jokes all the way from Portland. CD, how are you doing, my man? I just want to know if I know what I'm talking about. Uh, When it comes to jokes... Uh, nope. You don't. I'm sorry. But when it comes to cycling, yep. There you go. Thank you very much, Mike. We appreciate that one. All right. The voice of God himself has spoken. Yes. Valverde. <laughs> I'm sorry. The voice of Valverde himself. Um, so. Oh, do you know who won today in the Volta Catalonia? I, I know. Did not. I don't want to talk about it, but I do want to <laughs> talk about the, like, yesterday's stage. Dude, today was. Horrible for me. Okay, let me try this again. And I want Mike to answer. Who won the Volta of Catalonia today? Valverde. Thank you. Valverde. (laughs) Valverde. I didn't want to hear that. Shut up, Mike. Nope. (laughs) Um, So, no, let me tell you about my day. Actually, not about my day. My last hour, I went to physical therapy. I think I talked in the podcast about my hand surgery, right? So right now, my um, both of my wrists are like super swollen, and I have very little mobility, and 
they're you know weak and stuff i have, i'm limp wristed right now both um, limps wrists um is that racist so i had to go to um physical therapy <laughs> thank you um i had to go to physical therapy and my physical therapist just hates me or something i don't know she just kicked my ass today with the just bending the wrists and like now they're all swollen and it hurts and it's just a huge pain in the ass so if anybody tells you you require a triple hand surgery say no it's not that i have three hands but it was one hand i got two surgeries and then in the other hand i had one surgery just just say no just like with drugs nope yeah exactly just say no to drugs um and yeah that's it that's all I wanted to say about that. Okay, well, there's cycling sorry, going man. on, right? I'm sorry, man, that you're in such in so much pain oh. with your wrists <clears throat> and stuff. Well, I kind of asked for it, I guess, but it's kind of weird because at this point, I feel like I traded one pain, like the tendonitis and the trigger finger, for another pain because my freaking index finger really hurts too, and. Um, so, but it's funny because I have some scar tissue on the palm of my hand now. Um, I guess on like, I don't know what part of the hand that's called. I'm sure it has a name, but um, so I have some scar tissue there. And today I was like um, carrying hickory, like from, well, I was cutting some hickory and uh, um, what do you call that? Uh, splinter. I felt it go in, in the hand when I was carrying it. But it didn't hurt. So I looked up and there was a quarter of an inch. Not a quarter of an inch. Let's say, I don't know, three-eighths of an inch. A splinter right into the scar tissue. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, it's pretty thick. And it didn't even hurt or anything. I just grabbed the splinter and went bleep. Like, no problem at all. all right, I, and I can't even see the little hole. So I figured if I just get, like, enough scar tissue all over my hands then splinters will never hurt again. There you go. New superpower. Nope. <laughs> a really lame superpower, but uh, a superpower nonetheless. Um, so, yeah. So we have Milan San Remo to talk about, which is the reason that we decided to record again this week as opposed to next week. Plenty to say. And then we... Also have the Trofeo Binda, the women's race to talk about. And I have just a few th other extra notes. Let me start with another extra note that I thought was really funny. I was watching that backstage pass, the Orca Green Edge, that is not Orca Green Edge, or is a backstage pass anymore, whatever they call it now, the YouTube channel. And Daryl MP, they asked <laughs> they asked him before Milano San Remo, like, uh, so what do you think about the race today? You know, you think you have any chances? And he goes, man, for me, it's, it's not about winning. I, for me, it's just all about the show. <laughs> that, that was awesome. Completely clowning uh, Peter Sagan. So that was, that was good. And then the other thing that I thought was funny was, um, uh, this kid in, um, BMC, uh, what's his name? Um, um, Fliegen, Loic Fliegen. He broke his scaphoid. After the Nokere Corsa, he went to the, you know, the drug testing area or whatever, whatever you call that. Uh, God, today I'm stupid. Doping control. 
Thank you. He went to doping control. On the way out of doping control, he ran into a car. The car didn't run into him. He ran into a car and he broke his calf on it. <laughs> this is here. This is his quote. The bus was quite far away from the traffic and the traffic was bad as, as it always is after a race finish. Suddenly a car pulled out, turned left, and I hit the front <laughs> with my, and I hit the front left wheel. Uh, and I went flying over it. So, yeah. <laughs> I just think it's funny that this guy, he didn't make it to Milan San Remo because he broke his scaphoid um, after the race, which kind of happened also in the Trofeo Binda. And we'll get to that, but I don't know if you guys, either of you guys noticed that. After they crossed the line, whoever came in, let's say fifth. Alena Miliasic. Was it? Hit yeah. one of the hit one of the team helpers, right? And then crashed. a team helper or kind of like a photographer or, or somebody that yeah. was yeah, there. Mm -hmm. They yeah. both went down. But yeah. I read that she's, she's okay. Yeah, it didn't look terrible. I mean, she, she got up right away, but it was funny because he was kind of in the background of all the hugs and kisses going on in the foreground. So it's just kind of like something in the back and stuff. I, I thought that was pretty funny. Of course, I think it's funny because no, she was. I, you she was know, like what made me what made me cringe a little bit is that Elena came from a really nasty pelvis fracture she got ooh, last year. Ooh. So when I saw her going down, I was like, "No, man, you were doing so good. You were back to your level. <laughs> like, please don't hurt yourself again." Because that's when the whole cascade of injuries and illnesses started for Canyon's Ram last last year. So it was like Elena, and then people got sick, and yeah, so. so I have a question. Why did you say team helper? I don't know, because he was like, you can't really tell who she hits. It's some dude there, some person just passed I'm the, just asking if you're saying helper instead of soigneur. Oh, no. Because I remember a couple of years ago, Team Sky decided to rebrand it as carer because they didn't like the soigneur thing or whatever. Or they wanted a relabel. Really? You don't remember that a couple of years back? Like, here's how it's always worked, right? You have racers, you have the DS, you have the mechanics and you have the swaniers. And like, that was cool. That worked for everybody. Now teams have a million different people and everybody's got like, there's all these crazy jobs and that's awesome. But like, we just kind of like have a general term for somebody in the team. And it was always swanier. Yeah. Maybe I say that incorrectly, but then sky wanted to be different. And so they called theirs carers, which is impossible to say. It's ridiculous. It's like the care bears. Carer. I'm just going to say care bears from now on. And I, you know, I always thought this one, you're nice, was really cool. It has a, you know, it looks cool. It's fun to say. It, yeah. You know, I mean, and they're responsible for everything, right? Like they may not do massage, but maybe they're part of a team that they do other jobs, but their job is to take care of the team. And I always thought that was a really good title for someone. Yeah. It, it had, had some weight to it, meant something. The so, helper, like helper just, the helper just means, means like, Hey, can you come over and help me move my couch later today? Gotcha. But to answer your question, I didn't say it for any specific reason. I just, I just wanted to think see if you were under the influence of sky. That's no, <laughs> I am never under the influence of sky. Nope. Sometimes I am under the influence of Skype. Yep. Skype. What about your boy Bernal? Um, Oh man, that was awesome. Wait, mm -hmm. I don't know what you're talking about, so don't tell me. Don't no, I'm just saying, like, isn't he, your, isn't he your boy? Like, isn't he your guy? He's going to win everything? Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay, so you love Sky. Well, he's because he's from the Ghostbusters. That's why I like him. They should call Excuse him. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. That's true, too. Uh, okay, hold on. So what am I looking for over here? I just got on the internet to look at something, and I forgot what it was. 
So forget that. Let's start talking about uh, Milano San Remo before we do. Mm-hmm. Let me read everybody's picks for. Uh... <laughs> uh, we can just go with. I was probably right again. Let's just skip to uh, analysis. Sure. I think I got it right. <laughs> that is just going to show you, people you how right, much we yeah. know. Yeah. Well, how yeah, much we, we know our thing. We got it. Well, yeah. we, we know. This is Who needs to, re- to review it? No, 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 well, no, no, no. I think we need we to review it. We completely because correct. Our heart, our heart, who we want it. So this is who we want it. It doesn't have any, it's not right or wrong. CD wanted Oliver Nason and Natalia wanted that guy whose last name I can't pronounce. Right, 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 writing, whatever the hell. And I wanted Hendrik Hausler, right? And so which one of us did the best out of those? I don't, oh, I don't know. I would have to see the... Probably Nathan. My guy, my guy got 60 seconds. 60 seconds? Okay, let's see. Uh, let I think Nathan out of those here. three probably is a... Um, well, 63, you said, right? Natalia, you got a 115th. Who was yours? Osler. Well, he finished. That's oh. cool. Yeah. You got 33. Yeah, I win. Woo-hoo. I have a question and, for you and, before you move. And you also get uh, assistance. Impressive. Because... Do you feel impressive? Impressive. I feel you also get assist points because his teammate won. That makes you like a b- yeah, extra winner. True. But uh, with my head, I said Peter Sagan, who came in third. Right. Oh, second. Mm, that's good. Oh, third, third, right after. Um... No, Peter Sagan at Milan San Remo. He got sixth. Sixth? Wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Caleb Ewan got second. It was amazing. I oh, love watching that guy not win. Right. It's Arnold and Mar. Oh, man, I love it. His face in slow mo. He looks so ridiculous. It's awesome. <laughs> I was just laughing at his stupid face. It's awesome. I like Caleb Ewan. Um... And I picked him. I, I think I remember I picked him. You're uh, funny, CD. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you, actually, you picked him, but you didn't say his real name. You said his, I said Alexander Kristoff. His nickname, also, Viviani, is his nickname. And Natalia, what was that bit? What? Nibali is what I said? No, no. You said, actually. The you, wrong Italian. Caleb Viviani, you said. Yeah. Did you notice that, like, just towards the end, he had a massive sprint train, and then he was like, nope. Yep, he just gave up. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, CD, hell with you. That's exactly what he was thinking. That's what most of us are thinking whenever we're in a situation where there's pressure to win. Okay, well, what was, what was uh, Natalia's head? Uh, Christoph. Also, oh, she won that one. Yes, because mine was Sagan. So the most important thing here is that I lost both of them. Uh, yeah, actually, that is the most important thing. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you. you what the hell, CD? That's usually me. It's usually Klaus <laughs> and Dan winning everything, and I don't get nothing. But thank you, you. Um, CD. You um, you won the Stradivianki one, though, right? Yes. So there you go. So you're not completely useless. <laughs> Yet. Okay, I have another question for you too, and okay. this is after watching the races and a lot of like breakaways going on. Uh So what would it take for you to go full in, say that you are in a solo breakaway Mm -hmm. and uh, what would it take for you to be like chasing you? So you go all in, like completely deplete yourself to the point that there is nothing left in the tank. What will have to like chase you to, 
So you don't want to look back and then you just go all in. Do you mean like how close to the finish line do I have to be? No, 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 no. So you, you just have to pedal and you just have to pedal hard until you drop. So what, what is going to take for you to just do that? You know, like just completely empty yourself and fall with your bike sideways because you're done versus, oh, I'm hurting too much. I'm just, you know, like oh, that would be me. And getting off your bike and just stopping without, you know, like still being able to walk or stand at least. So what will have to be chasing you? So you uh, just say, okay, this is it. I'm just going to do it until I drop. You know, here's the thing. I haven't ridden a bike in, actually, the last time I rode a bike, I was with you, Natalia. That's the last time I touched my bike. Um, so I think even if I tried to go all out, the difference between me just giving up and going all out is going to be about four seconds before that hyena, pack of hyenas gets me. So, okay, so a pack I of hyenas. That yeah, will make but I mean, for your I mean, life. Anything, anything that could, if it's something that kills me instantaneously, not really. I, I'm not really too afraid of that. I wouldn't really go a lot. I'd be like, whatever. But if it's something that can potentially maul me and leave me alive and bleed to death or something like that, then that I would run for. So I would run from. So I would say that probably a pack of hyenas. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Your turn, C. What's it going to take for me to go as fast as possible for as long as possible? Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. All in. Yeah, yeah. 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 But wait, wait, wait. Your wife, your wife does. Your wife does not count. No. Here's here's all you'd have to do. Just put a speaker on a motorcycle or a car playing Dave Matthews Band, and I could out. I could out sprint any of the guys. That we've discussed previously, I, they wouldn't even they wouldn't even be in the photo. I agree. I'll take the hyenas over <laughs> Dave Matthews. You're absolutely right, CD. You're absolutely right. It wouldn't even be close. You know, whenever so that's I, what you have. Whenever like, solo win. What if it's Dave Matthews on the moto actually like playing the guitar and singing to you? Oh, there's no. Well, yeah, there's no question. Then I'm I'm probably then I'm gonna do the um, Team Chinelli thing from Breaking Away. I'm gonna frame pump the motorcycle. <laughs> crash him and then i'm good good reference good reference yeah, yeah. and then i'm gonna stomp on him like the dude from office space does to the <laughs> pc load letter printer okay so we friend. have coldplay and dave matthews on the list of favorites for the yes. podcast yes it's good to know oh, no. there you have it um um <laughs> uh, all right so Milan San Remo, if you guys watched it on Eurosport, Rob Hatch did it. And I was very happy about that because especially when it comes to Italian names, pretty much everybody else in the Eurosport family thinks that Italian is French. So they like overpronounce Italian. <laughs> really, really, really bothers me. And, but I actually miss um, Sean Kelly. Quite a bit, and I guess there was a death in his family or something, so that's why he's been out. So yeah, I definitely miss him. Oh, something else aside, um, I'm hearing myself a little bit. So if you guys have your headphones are too loud or something, that's I don't know. That's all I wanted to say. Here. So here's so you're saying you're hearing yourself and it's unpleasant. And you're do you can you imagine what the two of us have to go through? Yeah, imagine for these the people episodes? that I've been listening to this freaking podcast for a long time. I know it's terrible. Imagine my po- poor wife. 
185 episodes and they are still going strong. Yeah, you know what sucks? I think I said this recently in the podcast. I cannot find the first episode anywhere. It's not in the archive anymore. And um, and in my hard drive where I thought I had all of them, it's not there. But one of these days when we have more time, I used to do this. Here's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out. All right. If anyone listening has the first For episode that, that they can download and they can send – to Speed Metal Cycling uh, Podcast Headquarters, I will send you a Portland prize package. Oh, that sounds good. Let Natalia know via Twitter. Natalia, pay attention. Yes. Um, yeah, I would love to, but I used to do this thing called the story, uh, story time with the Skull Crusher, where I would grab an old race, um, usually from the either early 80s, from the 80s through the 90s, even something like Paris-Roubaix or something. And then retell the story with like music in the background. Like these guys were doing this, just completely ridiculously over the top and stupidity galore. And I want to go back and see if I have some of those and then play them again one of these days. It'd be really, really funny. I haven't heard them in 10 years, so I don't know what the heck they sounded like. But anyway, that's not here nor there. Let's continue to talk about Milano San Remo. Um, when when my wife, oh, so I, my wife was kind of watching over my shoulder for like two split seconds, and I looked back and I was like, you know, I'm sorry, no. Rob Hatch said it's incredible how long this race is. By the time we came on air, the guys had already been on their bikes for four hours, and. My wife was like, wow, that this race is super long. And I was like, yeah, seven hours on the bike. And then she said, <laughs> she says, wow, that's not how, like, how long every bike race is. And I was like, no, they're significantly shorter. She was like, wow, they're also boring. They feel like they eight hours long. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's funny because it's, it's true. funny because yeah. it's very true. Yeah, thank you very much there, Mr. Homer Simpson. Absolutely. It's definitely true. <laughs> uh, they all feel like they're eight hours long, especially this one, because here's here's my analysis of Milan Sanremo this year. Boring, 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 boring. The Lithuanian champion attacks. Nibali attacks after that. His yearly attack, he does it. Wait a second. Year. Wait a minute. You skipped over something that was not boring. Um, hold on. Let me see. What Two things, actually. Two EF riders taking each other out. <laughs> that was yes. Good. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. That's oh, not. Poor flamingos. And then Cavendish, so myopic oh my to, stay on, to stay on that wheel that he does not see a gigantic yellow... <sighs> I, had a, I have a question regarding Cavendish for you, too. Wasn't he out with a concussion last time, the last crash that he had? I don't know. Probably. Maybe too why much is, you why is he like racing? Don't, don't people with concussion take longer to... It depends on the concussion. Bike or... Yeah, it depends on the concussion. It could be a mild one. and he can. I mean, football players can actually come back after a concussion to the game if it's a mild concussion. So it's not that big of a deal, but holy shit, that looked ridiculous and here's the thing it, it didn't look gnarly like sometimes you see crashes that are like oh my god that must have hurt with his he was just a pretty straightforward over the bars like you know just landed on his butt probably hurt quite a bit but 
what he must have been thinking the moment that he realized he was about to hit that freaking yellow wall, whatever the hell it was. Oh my God, that must have been scary. That must have been freaking scary. All right, so there you go. You're right, actually. That That's not super boring. But then when, when Vincenzo Nibali attacks, I'm like, finally, somebody attacks. But it's Nibali. He always attacks him in Milan San Remo, always there. He's not going to make it. It doesn't really matter. But then he keeps going, and he keeps going, and he keeps going. And Michal Kiatowski is the one that said, and then everybody in the in the peloton just fell asleep. Yeah, nobody did anything. They were kind of sort of chasing him when the descent started. Well, let's face it. I mean, he had a he had a good team at the front kind of doing their job, yeah, too. Yeah, like exactly. They, they did a very good job making sure everybody fell asleep. Yeah, and if yeah, if they weren't because they also had they had Colbrelli to play too. So like they No, it was they played a perfect tactic. I mean perfect tactics. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um I would like to have seen someone try. I agree with you. It didn't really seem like there was that oh shit moment. Yeah, yeah. However, if you ask me right now, was Milan Sanremo a good race? I'll be like, yes, it really was. Because, I mean, from the moment that he attacked, it was interesting, cool. The descent was nuts. And then the last mm-hmm. 2K were just insane. Shit, the last yeah. 300 meters were ridiculous. I loved it. I'm so yeah. I thought he was doing like a little, like a little victory shimmy there at the end. Yeah, and I didn't realize that he'd hit somebody's uh, camera or phone. Oh, he did really awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's the second time he's had to do that. Like, and yeah, some dude was taking like a selfie or didn't see, and so he just kind of like oh. just gave it the cold shoulder. <laughs> I did not know that, but good for him. I thought it was just like at the time, I thought he was doing like a cool little like, you know, shimmy, yeah. shimmy, shake. Like, look at I have I have enough time to do this. No, I love it. it, it and, and finally, it pays off all those attacks that he's had. I mean, I would like to go back and see how many times he's attacked. I, maybe in the Cipresa, but I'm not really sure. I, I know in the Poggio multiple times, but uh, I'm super happy. Super, super happy that he got it, and I'm super stoked for Caleb Ewan as well. So that's – I'm very happy. You're stoked for Caleb Ewan? Yeah, I'm stoked for him. Who okay. says that? I, Nobody says why? that. Isn't that what the kids Nobody's nowadays ever said say? It. Stoked. Not for him. Why not? He's a cool guy. I mean, he's tiny. Since when? He's tiny. He looks Asian. What's wrong with that? I, neither of those things are of concern oh, to me. They're all concerned to me, man. That's how I judge people. Are you tiny? Are you Asian? If the answer is no, I have no time for you. I don't hang out with tall white dudes. I only hang out with tiny Asians. Well, look, this 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 whole thing works like anything else. If we don't have a villain, then what's the point, right? Yeah. And we need a villain. I need a villain, I, and he's my villain. No, my villain used to be my villain used to be Michael Matthews, but then he won a lot of points for me last year, and so now he's not my villain. But that's racist. <laughs> because he's Australian. They're both Australian. No, because I was saying tiny Asians. That's definitely. Oh, okay. Mike is calling HR right now. Um, so, um, wait, what were we talking about before the Calabrian thing? Did you say that there was nothing interesting in Milano San Remo uh, before they oh, yeah. attacked? But, and then she corrected you. Yes. And then the sprint, the 300 meters. But this is the interesting mm-hmm. part. 
I think I spotted Carlos Betancourt on the podium. I'll tell you that right now. That's I think he was there. He was still there in the podium. Mm -hmm. uh, I, no, I'm pretty sure that I actually spotted him. I just thought he was interesting and awesome. That's probably more awesome than the Cavendish. Well, I was happier about spotting Betancourt than I was about um, than I was about uh, Cavendish crash. I, I I don't like crashes and yeah. Yeah, no, that's not. Yeah, that wasn't awesome, but. I would, I I still think that one of them, that one was a little bit more wow. So, but uh, let me see. Oh, Carlos Betancourt finished seventy seventh. Look at that! Look mm. at that! That's pretty good. Uh, he did better than Dyer Quintana, so that's not bad. He did better than well, I don't know, a hundred and what ninety some odd other dudes. He did better than Philippe Gilbert did for me in my Velo Games team, oh, who yeah. I switched out at the last second. Instead of I had Michael Matthews and then a certain person's name who rhymes with Otis talked me out of it because he said, oh, you know, Matthews is coming back from an injury. And I, I let that get in my head. But he, I didn't go with him. what's coming back and, and he is back from that injury. He looks super strong. And I switched him out. And, and so it's interesting that a certain person whose name rhymes with Otis is ahead of me now by a certain point total that would have been dif different if I had Michael Matthews on my team. Okay, I'm going to read you my team that started. My starting 11, I don't know how many people are. My starting 12 for Milan Sanremo. Right. Uh, I don't know first names for any of these people. Oh, no, for maybe one. Pibnernik, Pibnernik, Bahrain Merida. Arcas from Movistar, Scully from EF Drapak, Winner Anacona, Movistar, Frolinger from Sunweb, Curvers from Sunweb, Anderson from Sunweb, Pear from Bahrain Merida, Biko from Movistar, Legac from FDJ, Nakane from Vini Fantini and Nishimura from Vini Fantini. Those were my 12. The worst, the almost the worst team I've ever no. seen. Do you But at least you had them racing in, in Milanos and in the in the race. I check mine and all of them are in Vuelta Catalunya. Uh, all my picks. Oh, <laughs> uh, you obviously didn't do your homework. <laughs> I did. Uh, three of these guys were actually in Milan San Remo, all right? And I got zero points. So please. No, you got. Oh, I got forty points. points. You actually, you actually failed at losing. Wait, how do I check to see? Who you know, points? I have to say that, and I know that we are not talking about the Vuelta Catalunya, but I just have to say I'm checking the stages, and since I didn't know who was racing it, it is kind of nice and surprising just to see who shows up. Like today, I was checking the stage, like, oh, Egan Bernal is racing this. Yeah. Oh, Nairo Quintana is here. It's kind of nice just to go in a race and you know, like not knowing who is there and what the possibilities are and just see who shows up, you know, like who, who is winning. But if we, bring this, if we bring this back to me, of course, if I had Michael Matthews, I'm on the podium right now and I'm not, and I'm not happy. About oh, okay. It. Well, I actually just found out that Luca Pibernick from Bahrain Merida Pro Cycling Team gave me 30 points, obviously, because his teammate won. And... Oliver Legrac from uh, Groupama FDJ got me 10 points. 
I guess because what's his face finished third. I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. But I got 40 points, man. I I suck at sucking. Damn it. Oh, you know what? Speaking of that, big, these are my big that's what you get for doing insider trading, CD. There you go. Yeah, there you go. No, you know, um, I was gonna say one of my favorite lines in uh, Superbad is, um, "I don't want to suck dick at fucking pussy." <laughs> there you go. So anyway, <laughs> HR is being called right now. Um, Betancourt on the Poggio. Oh, how, how about half how an about, hour warning? How's about how's about um, the Volta Catalunya? The what do you call that thing? The team that Movistar brings with Nairo Quintana and. Valverde and Mark Soler. I mean, Jesus. I mean, what? How are you going to decide who, what? Valverde obviously won today. So, I mean, but, Valverde. Wow. I don't know. Good for them, I guess, but I, I wouldn't be happy if I were like. I'm really looking forward to Tour de Suisse because I think that's going to be the dress rehearsal for the Tour de France because Landa is going, Quintana is going, and Valverde is going, <laughs> three of them. So That's we'll nice. see. There you go. Yeah, no, but just just to get a taste of what is going to be on the what is going to be happening at the in the tour. Jesus. Because yes, you have to like and it's interesting because they sell this idea as a strategy because now you have three possibilities to take the race. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. who is going to be helping and working and bringing water bottles and jackets and all those things. Yeah, how, how has that worked out for BMC the past few seasons? Exactly. It has. Exactly. Um, do you guys want to talk about the Trofeo Binda? Yes, I want to. Yes. Come on. I mean, we, had, we have to talk about races that actually have like life coverage because – it was those opportunities in the past, at least in the past year, those opportunities were scarce. So take advantage that we could actually see what was going on. So yes, let's talk about it. Yeah. And also it had commentary, which was good because sometimes women's races are just the footage and no commentary. But this time it had commentary in Italian, which is good. Uh, my Italian is, you know, okay. So I understood uh, let's say 70% of what was going on within the context, of course. So that helps. I turned on with like maybe 15K to go or so right before New Adoma like attacked. And then, God, it just, she just it really, I, I hate saying this because it's such a cliche, but it really seemed like she was on a motorcycle. It was like, mm-hmm. And everybody else just fell asleep. It was cool. I loved the race. It was interesting. The women looked like they were fucking trying. It was intense. I enjoyed it very much. Very, very much. Especially because yeah. it was live. I mean, it, it actually, I know, it, it makes a difference. It feels like you're a little bit more excited about the situation. Like, you're rooting for somebody actually could potentially help you know i know it's completely ridiculous but like when you watch the race after the fact it seems like everything's been decided so i'm just watching whereas when you're watching it live it's like yes i can make a difference no 
Sure. No, I'm with you. Yeah. I, yeah. I I was actually moved by the by the the, the power of your spirit. <laughs> you weren't yeah. the only one. I choked up a little bit there. No, yeah. you weren't the only one. I, I think pretty much every woman in that front group felt I begged them, please don't catch her. It'd be so mean of you guys to catch her because she's trying so hard and so yeah, definitely. I don't know. Natalia, what did you think? Oh, that attack by Kasia was just so amazing. When she went so hard that she left. Like I, I know Lisa Longorgini tried to go with her, and you could see <laughs> in the face that she was just so in so much pain, and she couldn't like grab that wheel. And Kasia just like keep going, keep going. I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to win it. She's going to blow up before he actually gets there so it was it was pretty cool it was pretty cool to see and it was awesome that she later said that it was kind of inspired by what Nivoli had done in Milan San Remo well yes cool. she said that after listening to the interview that Nivoli did uh, in, Mil- in San Remo she heard that he said you know I just decided to just go all in without looking back and then she says hmm <laughs> maybe that's what I'm going to do that sounds like a nice idea and she did she never looked back once she's once she put that beast yeah, attack and she just went all the way down so that's when I was looking at, at her I was thinking like, okay, what would it take for me <laughs> to actually like go oh, like what? she's going without you know like all in like you know? I'm going to do this until I drop for, that's uh, yeah. So that's what got me thinking. It's like I don't know. I'm going to ask Siri and yeah. Dan to see what they have. I think in mind. Yeah. So her saying, so her saying that about her her strategy was just to go without looking back. Is this a new Canyon SRAM? Strategically, they seem to be doing something different this year because they're having a lot of success. Well, because they have like Niwaoma is new for Canyon SRAM, and and that's how she races. I don't know if you sure. heard last sure. last year when they did the women's tour in the in the UK. She won that race because she put another kamikaze crazy attack in the first stage, something like that. She went solo, and then they kind of underestimate underestimate how strong she was, and she ended up winning the whole freaking yeah. tour because of the time difference that she took in that stage. So she's she's really aggressive, and all the team is super motivated. I think they finally they finally clicked, which is the which yeah, I think no is doubt. something Something's that was missing on. from last from last year. But you have the Barnes sisters now, uh, Niwadoma and Ferran Prevo. They used to race together when they were both in Bravo Live, and they were super super close to each other, and they race really well together. So that helps a lot because they already have synergy going on. And you can see that that kind of has permeated the whole team that they have in place when both of them are, are racing. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. But it's an exciting team, for sure. Yeah, and they yeah, yeah. really seem to have found something. You know, yeah. and it's, it's, Natalia. Wait. It's cool to see, just one last thing, and then it's cool to see how things are changing now every year because if you go if you went back four or five years in the past then it will be like Raulive domination like no team will get close to actually try to take things away from them and then after that then we have the balls dolls domination because they had everybody that was good so they were the no mm-hmm. the dominant 
team. But now every time we get last year was some web, the one that came in, you know, like punches with Rivera. And this year, the one that started really good is Canyon's Ram. So we're just going to see for how long they can sustain that. So it's, it is interesting. It definitely makes it so that you want to see what's going to happen because in the past was, oh man, you know, like we know who has the stronger rider. So pretty much for sure they are going to win this thing. So it was more kind of, I want to, I don't want to say boring, but more predictable. So now things are more balanced and even, so it gives more uh, a spectacle, if that's a word for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I was going to say, I rethought my answer about the what would it take? What could be chasing me? Or I think that, never mind was chasing me. I think that if you put a crochet frog just past the finish line, I'll run, I'll, I'll ride my bike as fast as I can just so that I can get to that little frog. I know. <laughs> Isn't that like the saddest thing ever? It wasn't even like a cute, like stuffed frog. It was crocheted. It was a crochet frog. And then they were going to give it to her. And the guy was like, looks to the side of the stage. Like, do I give it to her? Is it her? And then he, he hesitates and he's like, oh yeah, I give it to her. And then he stretches his arm. Like he's going to give it to her and then takes it back. Like, no, I'm not giving it to her. Right. And then finally he's like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah it's for you. <laughs> You know, Doma's like, listen, I don't give a shit about that. I don't, I don't care. Just let me, let me have some champagne. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh, she wanted the frog. I, I have to. Sorry, of course, she wanted the frog. Because she's a girl. I'm girl, sorry. Girls like little stuff. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Oh, man. We were doing so well. Okay, we were doing really, really well. She's not. A, she's not a girl. She's a woman, and she likes stuffed animals. All right, Jesus. Right. <sighs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I was watching it in Italian. And in Italian, the, lady, the, the, the woman commentator said something about her mascara, like being crazy, New Adomas. Because if you watch the interviews afterwards, it, if she's wearing mascara, which I think she is, because I don't remember her eyelashes being like super like Van Vleuten crazy, but her eyelashes looked amazing. They looked really good. I don't think that that's necessarily a sexist thing to say. If Marcel Kittel looks really good after a race, I'm like, yeah, look at that Kittel's hair. It looks pretty good. He has no helmet hair, zero helmet hair. The lady commented on the mascara, and then all of a sudden people are all upset. The mascara is a topic of conversation. Nobody's saying who she got won upset? because of the mascara. I No, but who got upset because the lady said something about the mascara? Yeah, all these Italians were all up in arms. Really? No. The Italians. Yeah, the bunch of sexist people. Yeah, they don't sure. give a shit. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Berlusconi? Man, that country is like traveled 50 years back in time for the whatever the amount of time that he was in power. Um, so, yeah, that's the mascara talk. That's it. I- you know, but one of the things that, um, that, that I kept thinking after you mentioned the whole mascara, I really don't pay much of attention to that. I don't know. Is is it possible for them to, if the freaking thing just runs over your eye and then that's it? Like if you start like 
getting your eyes all watery and then stings and oh, then you that- cannot see clearly and it bugs you. I don't know. It's like, is it, are they taking like a little bit of a risk by using that with racing? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, I don't, I don't use makeup. So I'm just no, no, thinking no, 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 out loud. No, what no if- way she was using mascara during the race. No way. Raining like that. And no, that would just be silly. Maybe eyeliner. No, even that would run. No way. No way that she was wearing mascara then. My guess... I'll go and investigate the pictures that somebody... My guess is that after the race, she, you know, they dried her up, they cleaned her up, and by the time she was going to go to the interviews, she either applied some mascara on or her eyelashes are like that when they're wet because i mean she was obviously they were all soaking wet so that's i I, there's no way i'm I'm sure because let's face it kittle doesn't look that good as soon as he takes his helmet off there's somebody making somebody makes sure that his hair is good before he goes to the absolutely i would i'm sure i'm sure that one of your carers (laughs) is there yeah Mascara, mas- oh, mascara. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, listen. The Alpecin representative is there for Kittel. Exactly. Crosses the line. Well, actually, <laughs> I was going to say the one for Movistar, the, the hair carer for Movistar, makes sure that Alberde looks as bald as possible and his hair looks as thin as possible before the. <laughs> it's like, you got to make sure that the hair plugs look just so before he goes on camera. <laughs> Oh, Lord Almighty, rock and roll. (laughs) Okay, so we have this weekend, we have the E3, Mm -hmm. a race that I actually like quite a bit. Me too. And (laughs) I do. No, I I, I like that race actually quite a bit. You know who made me like that? Actually, you probably know exactly who made me like it that much, but Fabian Cancellara just like when. When when, uh, when Cancellara was at his height, uh, two thousand ten, I wanted to see him race every single race ever, and I, I just it didn't matter what race he was in, I would watch it. So I, that's when I started watching the E three. Harold Becky. I also think that it's interesting. I looked this up, by the way. They say like, oh, the the E three is called E three because of the name of a highway. Blah 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 blah. There is no such thing as the E3 because they renamed all the highways in Europe to like match each other or whatever. And the E3 hasn't existed in forever. So it's, it doesn't even exist. That race is dead to me. Why? <laughs> Wait, why? You have to go and check the marketing that they have done in the past. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! That's, that's right. my favorite that's race right. because of that. I'd forgotten about that. Thanks for reminding me. It's so awesome. <laughs> oh my god! You know, Natalia, you live in the United States where people actually care and are trying. In Europe, people don't care. They're not trying. I mean, they were super pissed when Formula One decided that they weren't going to have like the number girls anymore or whatever. Like it's people just don't see it things the way that we do here. So, you know, I, there's things that Colombians do that with my now American point of view, I'm just like, Oh God, why? But then I have to remember, you know, society works different over there. Things are different over there. 
what are you gonna do i wouldn't say like american point of view but more like normal person maybe no. i don't know I'm, i mean they can do normal. whatever they want the marketing i understand yes i know we're the accessories of the guy and we are there just to be on the runway and people have to look at us and if a guy has wants to whistle i should feel flattered instead of wanting to like punch him in the face because he's just complimenting me well, even though I'm i didn't even if ask for that I get it. I get no, but I'm gonna it. But tell you I do have to say that I find the marketing of that particular race very, very distasting, and it doesn't have anything to do with the freaking bike race. Exactly. You know, like, can you do something funny with the cyclists that are actually like racing in it? It's like it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. So no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just like I, I can't watch the thing. But I mean, are, if if they were advertising a cycling race, maybe I'll pay attention to it. But since they are just doing this freaking circus, then like fine, I'm not going to watch the thing. What I'm telling you though is that you're saying Personal normal opinion. people, normal people, most people all over the world think would think that that's not only not sexist or stupid, but that it's completely normal and actually quite a good idea. We. People who agree with us are definitely, absolutely, 100% and pretty obviously in the minority. So that's what I mean. You have to see where it's coming from and just be like, all right, what are we going to do? And about the whistling and stuff, I can tell you this. When we moved to the United States, both my mom and my sister complained, guys here, don't, we're walking, we're looking nice, nobody says anything. Nobody looks. This is fucking ridiculous. What do we have to do to get oh, a little bit of attention? Gosh, the relief I felt when I moved here and when I came here to study, I'm like, oh, this is like freedom. Right. I don't have to be, you know, like on my guard all the freaking time. Oh, it was so good. I really don't right. miss. I really don't miss it. Don't miss it at all. Can we? Can we? Can we talk about E3 though? And maybe pick? <laughs> no, or? we cannot. Yeah, no, you no, can talk okay. about it. That's fine, but I'm just not going to play in it. I don't care. Okay. I understand where you're coming from. So th if you don't play, that means I won't finish below No, second. no, no. You know what it means. Exactly. You know what it means, CD, is that you don't know. can make what? the picks for Natalia. But, I mean, don't make him ridiculous. Uh, I mean, you know, make him something nice. No. Oh. So I get two picks. I get two. I get one head and exactly. heart, and then but another head and heart. Don't make Natalia's like ridiculous. Like, oh, it's going to no, be Jurgen Rollins. I'm good. I, you know. Okay. No. <laughs> no. No. I've got. Uh, okay, so I got some good picks. You go then. first with Natalia's. Why wouldn't Jurgen Rollins be a good pick? I, I Jurgen know. Rollins I would just be haven't a great been pick. looking at these things as Jurgen Rollins. Right? Here you go, CD. You're going to change your mind again. Pascal, I'm going pick. to regret it next time. Okay, I'm going to pick yours. I'm going to pick yours. Uh, Are you ready? Yes. Uh, Which one first? Heart. Which one first? Yeah. Heart. I'm going to pick Ooh, Stein DeVolder for, yeah, if for that you, would be and that's why. Because he has yeah. – this will be his 17th race. He'll, it'll be the 17th time wow. he's done this race. Is he in the same team as Wout Van Aert? Okay. Yes. Yes. 17th time he's lined wow. up. 17. Jesus 17. Christ, man. Remember when he was the shit? <laughs> I know. I know it's funny, but he was. Wow. 
Interesting. Okay, Stein de Volder. Um, and actually, you know what? When I did the Tour of Flanders, um, well, the Sportif, there is, uh, when you're going up the Muir, there's... Good thing you clarify. Yeah, yeah. Course, Let not be sure confusion. Yeah, knows. because you know, like, people can can get all confused. All, right, all I, of the sorts. Like, exactly. I, I did Paris-Roubaix twice. I never did the Tour of Flanders. Um, in the Muir, there's like static cameras that take a photo of you, right? And then um, you can go online and then it says what time you, you go by, whatever. And then you look at your photo. So I have a photo. You need to speed up. See, it's going to be late for the basketball oh, game. Oh, oh, oh. Basketball. That's right. Okay. Anyway, uh, there's a yeah. photo of me going up the Muir. So her, and then her, I the found the exact same shot of somebody head going pick. up the Muir. I got it. I framed them side by side and it's time to over. So there. Head pick. I'm going to go that with For Natalia. For Natalia. Okay. Yeah. And then for you. Yes. My heart pick, Oliver Nason. Just keep okay. – he's going to always be on my list. And then my head pick for, will be Matteo Trentin. Uh, interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, that Trentin is the perfect name that I'm saying. Like people think that Italian is French and they say Trenton, but it's Trentin. It's Italian. All right. My heart remains with Henrik Hausler. Mm. And uh, Good one. for my head, I'm going to go, this is going to be a, a little bit out there, but I'm going to go with Tish Benot. Ooh. We'll see. I, it, it's, it's not really what my head is saying. It's also a little bit of a heart, but that's where I am. And now we have, of course, um, Kent Vevelgem. Okay. Well, yeah, we're going we to pick for that too. And now, Natalia, are you coming back in on this one, or do I have to do that? Too? I don't even know who is racing. Oh, but <laughs> when is this thing? Do you know who's racing for the Gen Vevelgem women? Nope. Come on. Actually, I'm looking at the uh, start list right now. And okay. All right. Let's do Gent Vevelgem for men's. Or for men first. Okay. Uh, same thing, CD. Are you gonna pick for Natalia again? Oh, okay. No, she's picking for herself. Uh, then go for yourself, CD. So, okay. So my heart. <laughs> of Oliver course. Mm-hmm. Uh, my head. Marcus oh. Burkhardt. All right. Natalia. You have to do yours first. Um, are you still looking? Um, hmm. You know what? I haven't thought about my heart. Let me think. Uh, my heart says uh, Carlos Betancourt. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Wouldn't it? That'd be like amazing. And the team really, I mean, they're probably writing for Benati, I guess, because I'm looking at the team right now. Sutherland, Pedrero, Benati, Carretero, Betancourt, Bico, Barbero, and Arcas. So I'm guessing they're writing for, I don't know. He has a chance. He has a chance. And uh, with my head, I'm going to say, I was gonna say I was gonna say Peter Sagan, but then Peter Sagan. Of me. I know, I know. Um, let me look at the list some more, and then I'll give you an answer. Um, 
Wow, wow, Natalia. Jurgen Rollins. No. Natalia, you give me yours. Okay, with my heart, let's go with... Where is a gringo? Where is a gringo? Oh, there you go. Taylor oh, Finney. Taylor Finney, of course. Taylor Finney. Nice. Nice. My heart, and then with my head... Hmm... Mm, Van Avermaet, whatever. Van Avermaet. Mm -hmm. hey. hmm. Ah, see, I was thinking um, Van Avermaet. So let me just pick another kind of like. Soldier Thunder. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick somebody else that's kind of like out of left field, but not completely. I'm gonna say Alexander Kristoff. I was gonna say that. Yeah, go for Kristoff. Yeah. With a nice, awesome European Champions jersey, he looks very, very nice. He looks handsome. He looks very well when he he takes off that helmet. Perfect mascara. It's true. Okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, we will be back next week to talk a little bit about uh, Gen Vevelgem and even less about E3 Harold Beckett, so that Natalia won't get angry at us no but however i will say this i, I give, i'm not going to get angry i'm just give, i'm yeah, just doing my tantrum that i have to do I because and i'll tell you yeah, this that's it i make fun of you and make fun of the situation because that's what i have to do but i completely agree with you it's completely no and and if we are serious about everything it's like people are free to do whatever the hell they want so it's not that i'm going to go in this crusade to well, get no. rid of listen people are allowed to do whatever they want i don't like it that's all people are allowed to do whatever the hell they want unless they start hurting other people mm -hmm. in, in reality if you think about it that's what they are doing so but okay well that's it we will be back uh next week speedmetalcycling.com check it out we are out of here peace Kule, 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 kule,